Manchester Football Social. And a happy new year from everyone at the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe and welcome to 2019. Still two Manchester clubs balling out at the top of the Premier League. One should, uh, not higher than the other. Danny, uh, uh, fan zone Danny from, uh, who represents Blue from City Square as well. Hello, Danny, you okay? Just so I said that just to throw you off a bit, Danny. Yeah. Because you are a Blue. Of course I'm a Blue and I'm from City Square, so you got both of that right. But I, I have to say, I feel very honoured to be invited to the Wednesday Club. I mean, I listen to you boys do an amazing job every Wednesday and to be here is a privilege. So, no, uh, and I'm doing it with Steve. I would like to, to reciprocate that, face. but I would be lying. It's the red side of Manchester. We've <laughs> got Steve Janiaski. Hello. Hello, Steve. Happy 2019. Ha- happy 2019, yeah. Uh, started off, um, you know, going into the year with two wins on the bounce and now, you know, Manchester United, three wins on the trot. Danny's already broke his microphone. I'm fixing uh, it, Joe. You, that uh, place is almost as. you got a smile on your face. It's great. It's just f- fluid football, isn't it? That's what they say, and I, I'm just, I'm just loving watching them at the moment. Loving seeing the players just allowed to uh, flourish. Really, coming up on the uh, the Wednesday club, we are going to be talking about Manchester United in action tonight at Newcastle. Uh, we get Newcastle lad on on the phone. Hopefully, he can tell us about the threats that Newcastle Newcastle could pose to Ollie's hundred uh, percent record. Yeah, we'll also be talking about a little small game of Manchester City against Liverpool uh, that is happening tomorrow probably not many of us paying attention to that big one, uh, but we'll be t- uh, previewing that with Danny and also me and Steve's thoughts on the fact that if Liverpool win how could it couldn't happen could it? No, it, nah, it, it nah. mustn't happen. We'll move on from that. As well as Danny's initiation to the Wednesday Club, we've got Sheffield Wednesday and two <laughs> games I've got up my sleeve uh, ready to uh, to bring to 2019. Can't Steve, wait. we'll start with you. I just want to know, as a United fan, three games on the bounce for United has not happened over for, the Christmas for a period. long, long time. The Christmas period last year wasn't you that good, have, if You I can remember. have a beer while you're watching it. and the, It's just been fantastic to watch. Great. I just loved it. I've loved the whole story of it. Solskjaer turning up. Players that look like they couldn't even be bothered walking around the pitch have suddenly started playing well. I know it's bizarre, but I guess that's just modern players, isn't it? Pogba is particularly who I'm talking about because all of a sudden he's gone from losing the ball, panicking, maybe get one good game out of four from him to suddenly being like bagging every bagging a goal every game and looking like the best player on the pitch and didn't he win didn't he win player of the month for December as well United's player of the month for December him Paul Pogba two good games I mean how bad are your side if he's had two good games let's not be let's not be around the bush wow. had three good games of football um, so he, of course he won player of the month he's a completely transformed player as, as the team is completely transformed and it was it was it was being proven all the time that when United played best up until now was when we just threw all Mourinho's rules aside and played, you know, when we conceded two against Newcastle last time. It's a prime example. Threw everything away and played attacking football. We didn't need Mourinho there. He was just restricting every single player on the pitch, making them panic, making them stress, making them double think, which is the worst thing you can do in football. And uh, and look at the, the productivity now. The only thing I will say is 
the teams that we played aren't particularly... Well, I was just going to say, I was, <laughs> waiting, I was waiting for my opportunity then. I thought, I thought I'll let him yeah, have his moment. Yeah. I've been on the show, different shows with Steve over the years, yes. and honestly, it's, it's great seeing with a smile on his face. He usually yeah. comes in proper <laughs> depressed, but I am going to throw that little spanner in the works. You beat Cardiff, yeah. who are horrific. Look you you beat Huddersfield, who are bottom of the league and horrific. Oh. And you beat Bournemouth, who are on this losing run. But isn't never it just like the three points that matter, though, Dan? Because, no. I mean, and United and haven't isn't. done well this season with them sort of smaller clubs. We would probably have drawn or lost one of those games. That is the bizarre I don't thing. think you would have. I think even under even under Maureen you'd have done the same. I think <laughs> you'd, you beat Fulham comfortably at home and I think them teams are always beatable. But you could see the timing from a United perspective. I mean, I've never really particularly the last couple of seasons complimented United's hierarchy because I, 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 like a lot of United fans do I think a lot of them are, are absolute muppets but mm. I think the timing of the appointment of Solskjaer was perfect he's looking at that run of games of Cardiff, Huddersfield Bournemouth, Newcastle let's be honest even a poor United side should be picking 12 points up from that and and I know it's easy for me to say yeah we got beat off Crystal Palace and blah 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 but you know looking at that Look on Steve's face, but the right? Panic was that, that joy, that, Steve, that you've had yeah, is yeah. what I've been experiencing for eighteen months. And if I had a child, it, would, like, a it would be likened to the birth of a new, my son. <laughs> 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 Let's have a look at them beforehand, and you talk about like a, an easy run of games: Wolves, Derby, West Ham. There were three games on the bounce for Manchester United in September. They drew against Wolves at home. They lost against Derby on penalties at home and they got one beat 3-1 yeah, yeah they got beat 3-1 by oh. West Ham uh, at their ground 3-1 hammering by yeah. West Ham Let me so that's two home games and an away leg and they only picked up one point got knocked out of the Carabao Cup as well has been humiliated against West Ham so that's three games two home games two wins an away leg but what, for me, Wolves and West Ham are another level to Cardiff, Huddersfield and Bournemouth. I really believe that. You know, Wolves are... They've been in one of them teams this season, haven't they, where they've surprised you, they've put a result in you gone, wow. Like, they beat Tottenham 3-1 and how, how good are Tottenham yeah. at the minute? They beat them last yeah. week 3-1. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they, they've got a surprise result they in them, really without a doubt. Isn't their trick to be pressing? When they press hardcore, yeah, that's when they, they did it. I was at Molyneux, Steve. We played him. They got a one-all draw. And I tell you what, we came away glad of getting yeah. a one-all draw. And we was in that purple patch at the time, so really fancied us to go and smash him. They are a good side. So I don't think that was necessarily the biggest shock. And, and you know, you look at West Ham again, and a bit similar to Wolves. They mm. pulled these some results out of the backsides, this, mm. the, you know, this season already. Especially under Pellegrini now. He's got them playing the way he wants them to. And you've got to give West Ham a lot of credit. So, uh... I, I, I looked at them fixtures when Solskjaer took over and I thought, that's good timing for them. You could sell exactly what they were doing, the yeah. board. And you could probably have, if you'd actually thought on, you would have gone, yes, now is, is the moment. And it was, it is perfect. They have cherry-picked the moment to get rid of Mourinho. And honestly, I didn't think I would, would feel so strongly about this, but thank God he's gone. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> thank <laughs> God. God. I, God. I, I have... I have a friend who um, okay, who works. No, your friend. Well, acquaintance. <laughs> I've talked to this guy once in the pub, <laughs> and he gave me more than five minutes of his time. <laughs> so that means we're friends, technically. Isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the guy that owns the pub. <laughs> he was, ki he was kicking me out. <laughs> Steve, it's half ten when I opened it. Um, he works. He works within the press, and I wanted to speak to him and ask him what the feelings were, not only with the um, United staff, but also like the press and everyone, because the rumours were, and I can only now work with rumours because I didn't get to speak to him over Christmas, was that even the press and everyone going there. 
the vibe in United was so miserable and such an intense pressure cooker of sort of um, depression, yeah. which was all um, uh, coming off Mourinho. He was yeah. the he was the he was the killer of it all. I, really. I don't know if this is, a, is something that's come out, but if it isn't, I'm not going to tell you, you said this to me because they're pretty well respected <laughs> in the media. And they it's said not me then. What he, what he loved about <laughs> it because he, he was absolutely anti uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, okay. For a lot of different reasons, but he said what was so great for him about it, he turned up at training that morning and didn't have a clue. Apparently Woodward was there, he did not have a Scooby-Doo that he was going to get binned and Woodward took him in the office and he went. So actually he was he was kind of revelling in that, the fact that Jose's walked in for another day at the office, wallop, by, by lunchtime he's out of the building. So, uh, well that yeah. would all go back to that um, Pogba tweet that maybe, you know, whether it was... Um, uh, a pre shed, yeah, pre shed, yeah, yeah. premeditated tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old moment of that being right, though, because it was a scheduled tweet yeah, or rhythm, whatever, because it was so badly timed. But that would that would in, that would indicate that everyone was playing at Carrington and didn't know exactly what was about to happen. Yeah, which was. Mourinho wasn't wasn't at training and he was disappearing and got binned out of the back of the club. Yeah, let's talk about Pogba. Uh, because he's, yeah. um, he's you know, the last couple of games before we do, yeah. only because, I mean, just to put a positive s spin on it as well for you guys, I listened to, to Solskjaer's press conference and for me, he's saying all the right things. If I was a United fan now, I would be buzzing off what he's saying because what he's talking about there is performance mm -hmm. uh, rather than results. And that's something Pep said at City all the way along. Get Put the performance in. Retain the ball, you'll win games. And that's almost what, what Ollie's been saying. So fair play to him. I think you're going to have a much more exciting time the, the back end of the season. The one thing that Ollie did say that resonated most out of all his comments in the press that was that no United team should ever come off the pitch having worked less hard than the opposition. That should never be Which allowed. Which they was doing Indeed. under Mourinho. They were yeah. there. They, done le they done statistically less running than any other team in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, uh, shocking. Under Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's, he's getting them working out. Instant with that, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Uh, Paul Pogba, then. Yes. Uh, the guy with who did the scheduled that tweet. Or did he? Uh, he scored uh, four goals in the last two games for Manchester United, also with a couple of assists as well. My he's favorite, coming out of his own. He's my favourite of those goals was that header at um, the last game when he sort of passed it and it just was such a... A fluid motion of him passing the ball sort of um, just near the halfway line, up to the winger, a bit of passing it around. He kept on running forward. Ball was crossed back in, and in one sort of whole piece of 10 seconds, bang, he was up in the air, heading it in the back of the net. Not like him. He's, he's always been a bit sort of semi-cowardly and quite easy to knock off the ball and not run. And his movement off the ball has been... Co a complete <laughs> transformation. The guy is completely transformed. He's got a new dance... <laughs> this I don't want to question. ever see him take a penalty ever again in my life. The surely, <laughs> the surely the question will come to you then. If Paul Pogba is doing so well now for Manchester United, yes, he may not have got on with a manager, but a gentleman gets paid uh, an incredible amount of money a week to play football. It's yeah. not a hard job. You've got to play football. You've got to go and you've got to give 110%. Yeah. Surely you've got a question the character he is. Surely you've got to think, so maybe in the future him and Solskjaer don't get on. Is he going to pull another strop? Is he going to bring maybe the club and some of his teammates down? Are you going to have a play like that or do you want to have a play like that in your squad knowing that if he's not happy, he'll just start in and not well, do the job for United? It, I think the psychological thing you're talking about is when someone refers to type or reverts to type and when Pogba's under pressure, he reverts to his type, which is a, a bit of a thumb sucker. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's a bit mad. He, 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 uh, he, 
he's a diva. You know, all these words, a baby, a diva, and that's how he seems to behave. And my worry is, and he's indicated quite clearly, that when it isn't going his way and he isn't allowed to play how he wants, he just reverts to his type, back to his type. He must have been, everyone I think must have been severely depressed going to United, looking at the runner games and how Mourinho was treating him. There was a, an interview with Rooney while Rooney was under Mourinho and he said that um, I wasn't I wasn't getting picked, but I also wasn't getting told what I was doing wrong. I couldn't work on anything in the training ground. I didn't know what how to get back in the team. He said, and that that's just everything about him. Nothing was getting communicated back down to the player. So, um, yeah, he's... My worry, yes, obviously, um, at some point, Pogba will revert to type if he doesn't get his way. And that's but is you have that in your club? I'd rather not. If Pep took over a a side that had a character like Pep Guardiola in it, Danny, would Pogba still be in that squad if there was a an idea of him, you know, bringing the mentality of the club down? I think he probably would because he's blatantly got the talent. I mean, yeah. we've seen that at Juventus, not so much at United, but we've definitely seen that at Juventus. And I think what you'd find with a manager like Pep, maybe um, Solskjaer is going to be something similar, is he's a very good man manager. So Pep will get into your head. They'll motivate you in the right way. So maybe, I mean, because I've looked at this and it's a debate I've had with my mates, all my, all my blue mates, that, you know, you, Pep rotates unbelievably. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we've seen, I mean, this is one thing I, I think will go in our advantage as the season goes on and maybe affect Liverpool is we rotate massively as we've done over the Christmas period it's probably cost us a couple of results but we are rotating whereas a player like Pogba if he's missing a game how would he react to it but you could say that about Kevin De Bruyne David Silva these guys have missed games and reacted in the right right way so I think it's all about the management style Joe I think if you've got that manager who can put their arm around the shoulder tell him what he's doing and why that's probably the key bit communication you know you know why you're in the team this game you're not in your team this is where you need to improve you know if they know all that then to me I don't. I don't think. I don't think the city players I, look like they I, have a problem with the rotation. Yeah. But I think Pogba would under Mourinho, but maybe not so much so uh, under under Solskjaer. I, I think that thing that Rooney said was, "I can't. I can't think of a job I've ever had if I was doing badly at that. A boss wouldn't tell me what I needed to do yeah. to sort myself out." It, yeah. In terms of what I do now for a living, stand up, it's all, I've got to do that. The crowd got, tells you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, sorry. We heard about New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got, it got back. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, in terms of stand up, you're doing that live yourself, personally, but um, in terms of jobs and stuff, when you're part of a team, because obviously stand up, you do it on your own, but if you're part of a team, if you're not working, then you need to know what what's wrong because otherwise you'll just you're just happy just plod along like. And I believe that's what Pog has been doing, just plodding along. Yeah, well, I was always fascinated as a kid from a young age of um, what the All Blacks do in uh, obviously in New Zealand, their man- mentality of their rugby squad, which has made them so successful for a very long time now, and they have the no mm, head rule. Now, if you've ever heard of the no mm, head I rule, that, mm, uh, I can tell you that uh, I was told this by my dad and he said that no matter how good the player is, if he is a head, he will not be in that squad. You have to be a team player. And I've always been fascinated by the idea that you are not a standalone player. You are part of the jigsaw that fits the yeah. puzzle. And when I saw Pogba come out of his shell and give a lot of United fans an awful start to the season... And now we're in a situation where City or Liverpool are going to win the Premier League, but yet we're not up there. Yeah. And it's all good Pogba doing the dance now when we're so many points behind City and Liverpool that for me, he is 
I'm not going to say it. Yeah. A hit you know what? So it's a really good I, point. I, 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 was, I, was, I was just thinking to myself, I wouldn't have him in or that kind of player on my team. He's so but, talented. But he's blatantly got talent. So, so yeah, he's, maybe it's he's about class. the manager getting the best out of him and that's going... But you're you're seriously saying now as a United fan, if, if Juventus came in and say, right, you can have your money back that you paid for him, would you be quite happy to see Pogba go? Would you trust Pogba? No, I wouldn't. Would you I trust wouldn't. Pogba? So United have got to make a, a situation somewhere they either keep Ollie or they get a new manager in. So say the new manager and Pogba don't get on and they clash. We've got an end situation where it's Pogba against the new manager. And Pogba reverts to tight. Yeah, yeah. and then we're, and then we're exactly getting 20, what I'm saying. 20 points behind um, City and Liverpool again next year. I don't want that. I want to be up there riding with it, thinking the game on the game tomorrow gets City against uh, Liverpool. We should be buzzing and we should be wanting the, that to be a draw so then we can overtake both years. But no, we're sitting no, we back in 56 points. We want, want City, City to win. To win. So, so bad. Want, want ch- <laughs> mentality. It feels good to hear that. It feels good to hear that. Let me say this then. Um, so, Fergie knew. He knew what Pogba That's was That's another sign. Good point. And Fergie is still there in the background with his hand on the shoulder of every manager that will ever turn up uh, at the moment, maybe for the next 10, 15, 20 years. And he'll say to that manager, I'd advise, I'd advise you get rid of Pogba. That's what he would say. Fergie. Do that again. I'd advise you get rid of Pogba. That one worked a second time. <laughs> I got more into character. You, you threw me with the Welsh thing. Um, otherwise, you won't win the week. There you go. That's better. So I pulled it back. <laughs> I'd advise you get rid of Pogba. Is would would be the first thing he would say because but, you can't. Fergie was there when they signed Pogba. So if he's got that kind of influence, why did they re-sign him in the first? place mm. see I don't know how much of an influence I don't know because there is a market opportunity there that, you've that, made a lot that, of money off Bog but that is, you've that also is. got to think our main sponsor after um, Ferguson left was Adidas and who owns thank you Joe Bogba, Adidas owns <laughs> it's Joe yeah we got me out so the first thing Edward would the first thing Edward so money so forget what you do some search you call your stadium something for the money don't you listen listen call it Etihad yeah, but so I think buying money. a player and naming yeah, but I mean, it's hardly a bad thing, thing is it but... buying a player? No, no. <laughs> you can't just be buying him for that. Can no, of course you can't. Of course he can't. Up until only recently, as only really from what you can see, been mostly about the money. He's not really proven himself on on the pitch. The only trouble is we've not had a chance to play anyone decent yet. Now let's see how he is up against Spurs. When, he, when, yeah. the, when they're really going to be testing yeah. us. When the likes of um, Eric Bailly making massive errors and booting people in the head and scissor kicking and when we're, when we're three <laughs> he goals... Crazy. Uh, uh, away but, I'm that, sorry, but he's done all this before. I don't, people <laughs> think you all forget quickly. <laughs> I've seen him near the halfway line kick the ball off and it goes for a corner against United. <laughs> this is Eric Bailly when, when he's doing his thing. He, he, not, he doesn't know which direction anything is. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? You all forget. He has one good game. Oh, Eric Bayer. Oh, he's injured, but I can't wait till he comes back. He comes back and he starts kicking people in in the penalty spot. That's all well and good when you're playing against Huddersfield or whatever and, and you, you're three goals up and it looks like you're going to absolutely destroy him. But do that against Spurs. Do that against Arsenal. Do Chelsea. Anyone. City. They're going to absolutely annihilate you. And that's when we need to see what, what players... Of Pogba's stand, what Pogba's going to be like? Yeah. What is? What's he going to be like when we play someone that's going to destroy you? This is uh, 
the Manchester Football Social. Yeah. Enjoyed that first section Thank there, you. boys. We're coming back with, uh, well, we've got some games to play. Uh, this include a couple of talking points that uh, appeared on Twitter over the last couple of days. And we've also got an initiation for Danny over there. Danny, oh, are you ready oh. for it? I'm not going to have to stand on a chair and sing or anything. No, you're not. Please don't tell me that. Shuffield Wednesday is worse than that. Uh, all that and more <laughs> coming up with Steve, Danny and myself right after this. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday. It's coming up to 26 minutes past six. If you listen to the podcast, thank you very much and welcome to 2019. If you're listening, you missed the first section, go and get the podcast. Search Manchester Football Social wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure you hit subscribe and drop us a little review as well saying how wonderful we are. Go on, do it, do it, do it. I'm joined uh, on the blue side uh, from Fans on Danny. Hello, Daddy. Hi, Joe. And on the red side, Steve Shanyaski. The biggest smile on his face I've seen this season. And that's not because of the uh, <laughs> the gentle. It's because we had. I've been nursing my wife through flu, and I'm <laughs> so desperate to talk not only to other people but men, actual men, and football. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going to get some transfer news soon. Uh, before that, though, we have the small matter of discussing uh, Manchester City against Liverpool tomorrow, and um, and Danny for you, Danny. Uh, this game will be big. You'll be doing the wow. build up at City Square. Yeah, um, this is one of those nights. It seems quite weird, haven't it? Tomorrow, the third of January, such yeah. a, a such a big game of the it season. Does. Kind of feels like it's just there, but it's happening. City have got to do it. Yeah. Um, for you going into it, for all the build up, how are you feeling before the game? I'm up for it. I really am up for it. Um, I, I, you know what? I've we hopefully have gone through our blip. We've had a lot of injuries. Um, quite a few of them are coming back. I know Guardiola said today that um, that De Bruyne will have a a kind of a late fitness test. Mm -hmm. Reading between the lines of what he was saying, I think De Bruyne will be fine. Whether he starts or not is another Mm -hmm. story. You know, maybe it's a bit of a risk to start him, but he'll probably be involved at some point. You know, if you can't get excited about games like that, I know everyone, you know, Blues are going to be a bit nervous going into a game like this, but if you can't get excited for these sort of games, then give up football because for me, it's whatever happens tomorrow night, and I'm quite pragmatic with things, whatever happens, I've been last couple of seasons been watching this amazing football. We're going to compete for the next five or six years. If if Liverpool win tomorrow, we go ten points behind them. I'll hold my hands up. I'll write the title off. I'd, I would you really is, write the well, title off? I think you it would be to, a massive yeah. stretch. You don't have to. I mean, You've I know. Seen it. You're right, Joe. I, I mean, we, we, we clawed the title back in 2011. Uh, 2011-12, was it? 10-11. From we were we were eight points behind with six games to go, so it's doable. You know, it's absolutely doable. But I just think if we, do, I think the momentum will all be with Liverpool. They'll be unbeaten. That'll be another tough top four competition. Um, you know, competing team away out of the way, mm-hmm. and I just think then we're going to have to live with them lot. You know, getting all giddy and all excited, and you know, <laughs> can you imagine the t-shirts being printed? It's just going to be, it's just going to be embarrassing. But, but you know why? I really yeah. fancy us, Joe. I really yeah. fancy us tomorrow night. What I will say is, I think the atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric, and and I and I get. You know, you, you look at the positivity that I, I listened to. Uh, sorry, I watched the United game, uh, the last game, and the atmosphere. I've not heard that from the United, oh, United you know all what? season. It, it sounded brilliant yeah. on the telly. And I think City are getting a bit of that. Sa- Southampton away the other day, the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic from the City fans. And you know why I think that is? Because I think, and I've had this debate on, on the show before. I think it's been a bit easy this season and last season. You know, and it's kind of, it's almost like watching an opera. We're seeing this, but when you're back 
backs against the wall, Joe. I'm not saying yeah. that in an arrogant way. What no, I'm saying no, is, I just said you have to watch Oprah's... on your bloody face. No, because, I mean, when was the last time you had to watch Oprah, Dad? Oh, what's the last time you had to watch an opera with your back against the wall? It's like, what kind of link the two together. We'll link the two together. So, so you know, I think City fans, when we have got our backs against the wall, they come to they come to the the fore. Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come to the fore. And the atmosphere at Southampton was amazing from the City fans. And I think tomorrow night it's going to be electric. I hope it's as hostile as Anfield can be. Uh, it's a bit of a myth, all that Anfield atmosphere. But but they, they're against us, against United, they, they create an atmosphere for periods of the game. We need to do that tomorrow. I think that's really important. And I think I think we're up for it. We're good enough to beat them. I think Pep's been very clever in his press conferences. He's not getting carried away. He's telling them that they're he's telling Klopp they're the best team in Europe. All this lot. He yeah. don't believe the words. Do you he know believes that, he's I say, I say this though. Now you say you, you say why 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 is that if if they write if, if you win if they win if Liverpool win tomorrow uh, tomorrow you can write the season off the reason being is because they won't have to face City again and they are I know that Spurs are sat second in the moment but I don't see that I see I see it being Liverpool and City as the top two and everyone can see that and if if Liverpool God forbid win tomorrow. Um, that's it then. They've not got them coming up, is it? That's yeah. it. That's well. They have, they have so still you, got some tough away games. They're in a point of an arc at the moment, Liverpool. They're, they've reached that point where they've been chasing to get to the top. Now yeah. they're at the top. And if you get that big gap, there's co- there's 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 space to breathe. There's confidence yeah. that can grow. But when you, got, me, when you got teams nipping at your heels and yeah. all that, the stress that players exactly. go under. And the, and the, some and of the them can't cope with it. I think the pressure will all be on City tomorrow night because, I mean, ultimately, even if Absolutely. Liverpool get beat tomorrow, they've still got a four-point gap. So they're in a good position. But Klopp will be telling his players, you win this and, you know, they're absolutely in pole position to win the Premier League and should do. It'd be a bit of a, you know, it'd be an absolute collapse that. if they didn't win it from that position. A draw... Again, I think Klopp would take it. Seven points is a big lead. But four, we, if we win tomorrow, I'm going to make a prediction, we will win the Premier League if we win tomorrow. And no. Not just because, no, not just because of that game. Like not like just because a prediction. Of, not just because of that like game, though, because I think then the momentum will be taken away from them. Yeah. They've not rotated the way we have. I think they're going to get tired the more the season goes on. Hopefully we'll be fresh. We've had a lot of injuries. If we can get them players back yep. fit and playing, I think we'll be in a position of strength. Four points does not sound too much with how many games 16, 17 games to go whatever they will be after that game four points doesn't sound a lot but ten does ooh oh, play a game I like that nice link into a tune <laughs> sorry right so uh, let's play a game before we talk about transfers because I want to get uh, some games away today uh, now there's a story making the headlines about Premier League clubs that charge from mascots yeah, so, you know, at start, this, mate. you know, at the start where you come out into the team and you got to hold someone's hand and you're the you're the mascot. It. It's a life changing day. Yeah, Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea, Huddersfield, <laughs> Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Newcastle, Southampton all give them opportunities for free. However, Absolutely. there are ten clubs where you can pay to be a mascot. Your little kid can be a mascot, and it's come under a quite a uh, bit of ridicule online. But I want to know, higher or lower, who charges more? So, <laughs> we're going to start with... Fantastic. Cardiff. Cardiff charge 255 quid Ooh. for you to be a mascot. Do you think Brighton charge more or less, Danny? 
and 255 that quid. That seems steep to me, to, especially for Cardiff. You pay 255 <laughs> quid to not be a mascot. Yeah. Brighton, though, they got the pink pound there. They got a lot of, Good you know, <laughs> you know what I mean low. by that? I'm going low. Yeah, no. Brighton's You're going lower. lower. I'm Brighton's going lower. lower. Yeah. 350 yeah, quid. Of course. You didn't say anything. No, I you said, don't get it. You don't get a point. It's not showing up. Right. 350 quid. What do you buy here? <laughs> don't take advantage. For you, Steve. Yes. Brighton. Brighton. 350 quid. Yep. Higher or lower? Watford. Uh, Brighton higher than Watford. Brighton higher. You're correct. There you Watford go. Watford charges 250. Are you ready for yours, Danny? Yes. Crystal Palace. So Watford 250. Is mm, Crystal that's Palace that's a, that's a higher test, or lower? I'm going to go marginally lower. Marginally lower. Mm. No. 375 wow. quid. 375 quid. Right. Wow. I know we're going to move into the big times now. We're going to move into the big leagues. It gets expensive <laughs> for your kid to be a mascot. Crystal Palace. Let's look at Wolves. Steve. So you're telling me it's I'm more. Basically. I, uh, <laughs> you pretty much give him that, Joe. <laughs> you can rent out as you know. <laughs> 395 I mean, quid. <laughs> Cheers for the tip, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Leicester. <laughs> Danny, Leicester. Ooh. I've gone low both times, so I'm going to stick with that. Leicester City. Yeah, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go so, lower. Uh, a Wolves was 395. I can tell you Leicester charge. £600 oh. to be a mascot. He's not worked out his algorithm, mate. He's That's not. what I've worked That's what it out, You've sussed him over this. Yeah, season, when he you? says, now we're going into the, the clubs that charge loads. I'd have gone up there, Danny. He could only go up. practically give you the answer, <laughs> but he still went, oh, I've done lower twice. They were both wrong. I'll do it again. Uh, right, so, I mean, two just, clubs. This is where I worry about City responding to pressure. this sort of money. So, what does it go towards as well? What use is it to the club? Can you jot down your answer for this one? Children. Because I don't want you to cheat. Oh, okay. I can tell you what, uh, Tottenham are the other team that charge £405, <laughs> but the top club is West Ham. Can you jot down, uh, quickly so you don't cheat, what you believe West Ham charged to be a mascot, and at the, uh, at the same time reveal, you have gone for Steve, read it out. £732. What have you gone for? Which I may change quid. to euros, depending on... <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I mean, you've just overshot it a tiny bit, Danny. Oh. It is 700 quid to be a mascot at West Ham. Oh! We've run so, out of music on the bed. This I, game went on for a long time. I won that then, didn't I? Yeah, you did, Steve. Well done. Uh, one nil goes to Steve. I'll have another game coming up after the break as well. Uh, let's just run down these uh, transfer rumours, shall we? Um, the one that's caught our attention here for Manchester clubs, Inter Milan, are keen on uh, maybe signing Ashley Young on a free transfer that is according to the Daily Mirror. This being uh, for the reason that United want to keep him for a season. Yeah. But Inter Milan saying, you know what, come over here, come to Italy, we'll give you he's two woke, he's woke years. Up, he? Ashley Young, he yeah. must be dreaming. I don't know how in Milan want him. He's got a lot of roles though. He's like the corner taker, indirect free free kick taker, um, can pelt it up and down the wing, good defender. Are you reading out his CV? No, I'm just saying, <laughs> he's agent, Steve. He's the, are you trying to <laughs> saw the Inter Milan list? He can cook pasta fresh. And, yeah. And Should try his calzone as well. He's bringing out a recipe book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go down this list then. Uh, Douglas Costa, maybe to Manchester United. Um, City interested in anyone. You've got that Dumbe Dumbele. 
Yeah, and Dombele. Um, Dombele. Would yeah, he be a good sign? I've got to say, personally, yeah. I've not seen much football yeah. from Dombele. I've seen him against us. You've seen him because obviously yeah. City against Leon. I've seen him against us twice. Uh, first time I watched him, I paid more attention to him when I watched games um, in Ligue 1. Um, he's class. He's I mean, he absolutely bossed it home and away against us. I mean, he's such a strong... You know, he, he's dynamic. He, he's he's box to box. He's a fantastic. But I cannot Is he see on the left or something. You know, he's central. He's oh, very right, okay. central. But I mean, I cannot see Leon wanting to get get rid of him. I mean, and if they do, it'll be stupid money. I mean, there's a lot so of maybe not of, in the January. No, room, I don't. I don't see that happening at all. I mean, maybe so, there could be a deal teed up, teed up for the summer. But isn't isn't the strong rumours that Fakir could be signing for Liverpool in this window? Oh, I don't think no, it's on this I list. But I think he's I've heard he's, he's he could be signing for Liverpool this window with a view to maybe joining them in the summer. Right. And if that happens, they'll. they'll unless they want to do a Monaco and sell all the best players and assets and look, look what's happened to them um, I don't think I don't think unless it's stupid money I don't think Don Belly would be would be in our reach this Don Belly character is it, would he replace De Bruyne or something then no he's a he's a ho- more of a holding midfielder oh right yeah, okay. he's, he's, he's a, so Fernandinho a then Fernandinho yeah he'd be the ultimate replacement for Fernandinho oh, for me okay would Fernandinho be making way the next season if you bought in this? Yeah, I think I think the plan is to bring somebody in in the summer, um, phase Fernandinho out a little bit more because I mean he overplays. I mean God, we're so reliant on him, Joe. I mean we we yeah. talked we talked last on the last show I did on the twenty eighth that you know you look at our, our left back situation. I don't I think we need to sign a left back. That to me is more important at the moment than signing a holding midfielder. But we're so reliant on Fernandinho when he's not in the team. We have not got that natural replacement. Gundogan's played there. He's not a natural defensive player. Um, so for me, uh, I, I think it'd be a, an amazing signing, but I'm not sure we'd get him. I don't think anyone realised that, or people weren't talking about that until he started to lose the games. And that's, well, when, that's when he wasn't playing. And it's it? a good point. It's a, it's a good point. It's a and good that's point. only been recently, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and it is. Like, oh, but he's so effective. Man. He's not just effective kind of in terms of breaking it up. His he's he's, he's passing range and the ways that he makes that transition. When you read Pep's book about what the, kind ain't of, happening, the, mate. the pivot, the pivot, hey, when hey, he has a pivot, he's read it. There's only so many players that could play the pivot for Pep Guardiola. Dan just kept talking then over you. I looked into his eyes and didn't hear a word he said. <laughs> just kept talking absolutely <laughs> I can't believe it uh, right um, this is uh, the Wednesday Club we're going to take a little break we're back with Dan's initiation we're also going to have a chat with the Newcastle fan yes. and talking about who could be in the team for Manchester United against Newcastle that is not very far away so make sure you stay listening to the Wednesday Club here on the Manchester Football Social Manchester Football Social Welcome to the Manchester Football Social, the first show of 2019. Hope your new year was good, and now it's time to get back to the football. Manchester United in action tonight, City in action in the massive game tomorrow against Liverpool. We've got the full-time Devils there, they're going to be doing a show, a phone-in show tomorrow, as well as uh, Danny, you'll be back on Friday, will you? Be back? Apparently so, yeah. To digest nice to the invited. Thursday night's oh, action. Can you imagine that? Manchester oh, Football Social is could also be grim. a <laughs> yeah, could be grim. It's also a podcast for anyone listening as well who wants to uh, go download it. Search Manchester Football Social wherever you got uh, wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you give us a subscribe and hello to anyone listening on the podcast. Uh, we have got Raul online one. I say online one. We've only got one line tonight. <laughs> Raul is a Newcastle really? fan and hopefully can shed some light. On uh, what possible threats? Give us some Newcastle. good news, Raul. Give Raul. us some good news. Oh. How are you, Raul? 
I'm well, yourself, guys? Yeah, I'm very good, mate, very good. You're with Danny. Uh, say hello, Danny, who's a City fan. Hi, bro. Man's Manchester City fan. And you're with you Steve, right, who's a Manchester United oh, fan as well. Bro. So Steve is going to be needing, uh, I don't know, a bit of chat about if, if Newcastle can uh, cause a bit of an upset tonight, Raul, can they? You never know, it's the spur of our team, we did it exactly this time last year, next to 1-0, and then with the 2012 3-0 with the Phil Jones own goal, my hopes on high. (laughs) You never know, it's this time of year for it, but my hopes on high, and a lot of our players are injured, and and, and what little players we have to begin with anyway. Uh, I think Shelby's back from injury, though, do you like Shelby? I do like Shelby, but uh, you know, before he went on injury, he wasn't a starting holding midfielder. He wasn't sort of Rafa's first choice. There were a few people who I felt, and I think Rafa felt, were playing better than him. He had the injury, and he's come back now, and hopefully be back to his, his former uh, days. But I, I was really enjoying uh, Key's play. I thought play had done really well, but he'd done really well, but he was away with the Asia Cup today. So with United going to, obviously, St. James Park, it could be the fourth win on the bounce for Ollie. Um, is there any chance of an upset in the party, do you think? Possibly Newcastle yeah, think, could win? I think we can... Manchester United have to... They've had the, the boost from Ollie coming in and Jose going out. But I think they have to lose soon enough. I, I don't particularly rate Ollie as a, a manager. And I think this could be a 1-0 or a 1-1, two rapid, just maybe. Oh, that's a little draw there, Steve. What are you thinking about that today's was, game? Well, I'm hoping it's just we're, we're going to not concede for once, like this season or whatever it is. That that would be ideal. Or not like, clean sheet for David De Gea over the last couple of games. It's been a bit of a um, upsetting start for De Gea. Well, every time someone lets him down, don't they? And then if that if that doesn't happen, you've always got Phil Jones who's going to. Bag a cup. He's just, he's just the most worrying person that could possibly be on the pitch at any time. But yeah, he's played for Manchester United. Errol, finally from you. Um, so we've got your score prediction. Uh, how is the rest of the season looking for Newcastle United? Confidence in uh, in you, your ability to be in the Premier League next year? Whoa, I think Rafa said even with funds, we're going to be struggling. Um, we, we might not save ourselves from relegation I think it's, it's just a bit of a circus up there at the minute everyone's off, focused off the pitch when Ashley comes out and it's, it's almost like wrestling he comes out and you're more interested in his speeches on Sky Sports saying he's going to sell the club than you are as to what's happening on the pitch Raul thank you very much enjoy the game tonight uh, and have a good one and hopefully uh, you know maybe cause an upset Raul good luck no, don't do that <laughs> good luck Raul 1-1 I'm telling you 1-1 oh, you made no. it first on Raul of the Manchester Football Social anyone listening to the podcast will know if he's right or not which is a, a scary thought if it's 1-1 we all know that both those goals will have been scored by a United player <laughs> <laughs> right we're welcoming Danny here with a little initiation now it's something we do every Wednesday I'm sure maybe he's heard it once or twice I have. it's a very simple game it's called Shuffield Wednesday so just pop your clothes on the stool <laughs> over there old bean he's been dying to do this every show your dungarees put your dungarees on so normally if you don't know what Shuffield Wednesday is so here I have in front of me a massive dice and on this dice it has every uh, single letter of the alphabet all yeah. 24 of them um, I'm only joking uh, four sided <laughs> dice all 26 of them yeah. uh, we have got um, I give it a roll if it lands on a letter, that letter is the one Danny has to answer this question okay. with. Now, we're looking for 
players' second names Ooh. today, okay. Danny. It's got to be a player so playing in football. Could be anywhere around the world. Any level, or, right. Any level. Yes. Uh, and I can tell you that... Johnny, Johnny Johnson, I tried that one. Johnny, <laughs> just, I remember that. You can't just <laughs> make up you, names. You've got to be fully committed. I googled it after. But if you say it with conviction, generally people yeah. will believe you, won't they? Yeah. I'll Google it and make sure. Uh, Steve, you're going to keep count? Because okay. if I've got... Yeah, you won't yeah, need much. Yeah, no, because he struggles, he struggles to count with his 24-sided alphabet, guys. <laughs> Come on. The letter for you. Yes. And 30 seconds starts when I tell you your letter is N. Um, Second name. Okay. Um, Nugent. David Nugent. Um, oh, God. Um, N- 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 is there N- that N- many? Ungante. Oh, Ungolo. No, that's Ungolo Kante, that, yeah. isn't it? You're trying his first name. Bum steer. Um, it's throwing Gary there. Neville. Phil Neville. Um... You can do it. You can do it. Oh, man. You can really gotta get to four. You gotta, gotta get to four. Why? Oh. Because I'm rubbish. I tell you what it is, and we've said it every time. There's something, some sort of brain phenomena yeah, that is. goes on, and there you is. first of all you think, ah, oh, this is easy, no problem. You get to one, two. You got the Nevels in. And then, for some reason, you go completely, f- your yeah, brain freezes I'm just freezes glad the up. Neville thing saved me a little bit there. Yeah, it did, because it would have been bad. Yeah, yeah, well yeah. done, though, Daddy, you've done it. Everyone, uh, you don't have to do it again now. Did you, we do you think of any more? Unless like, you run out of content. Nazri. Sammy Nazri, yeah. It's no, no. It's not that many, um, is it? Oh, it doesn't seem to be. Yeah, anyway, we'll think about that. Well done, Joe. <laughs> well done, you. Humiliating me on my first show. Yeah, that's what you got. Uh, you'll never do it again yeah. unless we run low on content. Uh, that's the Wednesday Club's motto. <laughs> Same again next week, then. Same again next yeah. week. <laughs> All the way through. <laughs> we'll do it four times each. Uh, let's talk about Manchester United in, in action. I want to bring up the uh, the quote from uh, Solskjaer about Sanchez, because we've all been wanting to see Sanchez oh, in the man. squad. Yeah, I really do. Sanchez really do. is chomping at the bit to play against Newcastle said Ollie so if you were uh, Ollie Golly Solskjaer I mean you look good don't so you so he's he would replace Martial would he uh, left Martial wing probably on the left wing or if you want to rotate maybe put take Lingard out and then move Martial wide okay uh, and then put um, Sanchez on the right and keep Rashford straight down the middle would you play him straight away or would you do what we were discussing during the break with the De Bruyne situation keep him on the bench a bit I'd super sub him I'd super sub him I'd have him on for the last you could tell 10. you play FIFA super yeah, sub that's a FIFA term I'd have him on last 10 or 15 minutes and the reason being firstly he's been injured for heaven knows how long and he's not the second he's just not been he's not been on the pitch against other teams now this new team this and we've got Pogba 2019 the exciting new version of Pogba <laughs> and, no, uh, and he's straight and It'd be interesting, won't it, to see whether Solskjaer, because I mean, I think a, a, a big test for him will be can he turn someone like Sanchez around? Because if he does it with Pogba, he's getting results. You know, and with really, Sanchez, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he turns Sanchez into it because he's looked, at, look, he's looked burnt out at, look at United. Rashford as well. He's been scoring. And yeah. that, that, when we played, when we got that 5 1, the first time we scored five goals since Fergie, which is just absolutely insane, um, there's no way that Mourinho would have even let. Times or something yeah, he never, he never would have even let uh, Rashford take a free kick. He's suddenly just come into his own Rashford and he looks like he owns that role. The work rate of him the other day was absolutely incredible. And that a, a kid of his age, with his speed, that's what you should see. Putting the, uh, put the goalie under pressure that just wasn't even there, kicking it off the pitch. Suddenly we're back in possession when really it should have been building up from the back back to us again so um, Rashford amazing I'm sure I'm sure Sanchez will come on he'll probably swap for Martial and then they'll shift about a bit that's why I reckon he'll probably do 
Um, God, I hope he does play him tonight. I really want to see him. Do you really want to see I him? I really want to see him, yeah, I do. But isn't it funny how the optimism has changed with you lot? Because, yeah. you know, before he went, got injured, Mourinho was in charge, you weren't winning games, everyone was slating, so it's been 500 hating. grand a week and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But all of a sudden now, you've got this new kind of newfound sort of enthusiasm and, and even you lot who, who have been slating Sanchez like most United fans yeah. will have done because he's done nothing yeah. are actually now excited to see what Solskjaer can do with him yeah. you, do you get what I mean and, yeah, and, I and, and that is probably the effect the absolute effect that the United board wanted when they brought Solskjaer in whether he goes on to be the manager beyond you know the rest of this season that's the effect they wanted an immediate effect immediate good feeling mm. and, and, and maybe on the back of that if Sanchez comes on and you know comes on and for 20 minutes right. and scores a yeah, goal or something. Lukaku was, was just staying stationary, even dropping back a bit too much. Lukaku would be coming... Uh, sorry, yeah, but he scored! San, yeah, San, but San, he was awful. San, he was San, awful Sanchez would come much. on and he would be crossing the ball instead of being the striker or saying... There was, when Sanchez was coming on in the past with Mourinho, he was late, the most possibly the most leak, like, least likely guy to score a goal because he would just seem to be running away from the opposition's goal to pass it in to whoever's... And then Lukaku's on the end of that. And it just... And Rashford, when he wasn't confident, and it just like... Any pass towards the, the box just wouldn't go in mm -hmm. because both those players are completely off form. I want to see Sanchez on the pitch. I want to see him in an attacking role, not trying to drop back and support midfielders and stuff like that. I want to see him staying up there, using his pace, using... He's a strong enough lad and, and being an absolute terrier. I want to see him being a terrier. Terrier, yeah, they're one of them old proper old strikers. <clears throat> so before we predict uh, the game tonight, let's have a little chat, yeah. a little prediction time about tomorrow. City against Liverpool. Steve, deep breath in. <sighs> Tell us them. How do you think it's going to win tomorrow, City or Liverpool? And the score, please, if you don't mind. Um, I think City are going to win. Ooh. And Glad Steve. Good uh, lad, Steve. Check this out. This is going to send you insane. I think the score, the <laughs> score is going to be 3 1. Ah, 3 1 win to Manchester City. Do you know what? That's exactly my prediction for tomorrow yeah. night as well. I, I really fancy us. I mean, maybe it's just. Opt, you know, pure optimism because you you know you know how much you need a result. But I just think we, we we're seasoned now in winning the league. You know, we're seasoned in these big games in terms of Liverpool or not. You know, they've not they've not been mm. you know they've not gone the whole way in a cup comp or a big cup competition for a while. I honestly think will the atmosphere will be there tomorrow night, and I think we'll. We'll, we'll we'll nick it. I, I, I keep vision, putting a, getting a vision in my mind of the Barcelona game in the Champions League a couple of seasons ago, and we beat them three one at the Etihad, and the atmosphere was unreal. And Barca came in, and they were flying at the time, and we took took the wind out of the sails. Pep will have a plan for tomorrow night. I don't think it's going to be quite as offensive as it mm. normally is, mm. but I think it still will be a tap minded. He's actually said though in his press conference, he's going all out. He said that's the way to beat them. You've got to go all out. I'm just really confident tomorrow night and I don't know why we wasn't brilliant at Southampton we've not been brilliant in the last five or six games but it's such a defining game for our season keeper, I'm, I'm going for a 3 Their keeper moment. isn't the god they're making him out to be you know it, it, that one save that's might be world class it weren't at it all It was world class you're right straight at him right so you've got 3-1 3-1 um, let's talk about tonight we've got 30 <laughs> seconds we have uh, to we concede we can't the team news because it comes out as soon as we are off air so oh, yeah. head over to MCR40Social on Twitter uh, we'll United, be sure you know United cannot possibly keep a clean sheet so there's one and <laughs> then we're going to score four 
Four it's one. Be a four one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sanchez and Chong. Oh, one four. Yeah, Newcastle are poor. I, I'm going with the same as the City score. I think you'll win three one tonight. Three one. I hope uh, not, but I think you will. Uh, Danny, thank you very much. Thank Steve, you. thank you thank as well. You. Of all the fallout to the United game tomorrow on the full time levels. <laughs> little high five. High five in there. We'll also mess. have all the fallout of City against <laughs> Liverpool on Friday with Danny back here with me and Statman David Natalie. Uh, we have been uh, the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow from six. Excess Manchester.